from Hamster Wheel Publishing. This is Freewheeling. The show that answers your questions about veterinary business and leadership. With me, Dr. Dave Nichol. Hey, it's Dr. Dave Nichol here in another episode of Freewheeling. Today's question comes from Matt Murdock. I'm assuming not the Matt Murdock from Marvel Comics Daredevil character, aka Hell's Kitchen's greatest protector. But in fact, the more legendary Matt Murdock out in Hong Kong. Matt, great to have a question from you. Thanks for sending in. Matt asks an awesome question. What do I do when my 10-year-old kid says, hey, I want to be a veterinary surgeon? <laughs> well, I thought the answer to that would be pretty quick and easy. Say, hell no, this is a shit fight out here. What are you thinking? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, all right? But I know a lot of you might think about saying that because it is actually not an ideal moment in veterinary medicine. You know, it's not like this halcyon James Herriot era where everything is just perfect and you're gonna go out into nice rolling green hillsides and sort of see some cows and then Mrs. Miggins will bring her little fluffy wood and you'll just, you know, fix that and it'll be okay. It's not, it's a complex, challenging environment in veterinary medicine, but it's no different in any other industry. Like, it's not like veterinary medicine is particularly special in the challenges we're facing. So we are completely facing challenges with how the previous generation engage with the next generation. We're facing challenges and disruption from technology. We're facing challenges and disruption from globalization. We're facing a, a shortage of skilled labor in the marketplace. Like these are things that are being echoed through industries left, right, and center. So I wouldn't necessarily want to tell my 10-year-old daughter, my daughter's actually six, man. Um, so when my six-year-old daughter says things like that, I have to give it some thought. And my thought is this, like there's a narrative out there right now like veterinary medicine sucks. And I just don't believe that narrative because it's not been my story, it's not been my journey. And although there's a lot of noise and, and there's undoubtedly some challenges we have to overcome, this is still an incredibly rewarding, fantastic job for somebody to do. Like, like healing, fixing things. I've been through this in loads of my sessions. You know, it, it meets our six human needs if we're willing to own that particular set of needs. If we understand what those needs are, are we willing to own the fact that we need to make our own version of reality? That means, so can you deliver certainty in your, in your life? Like, can you create certainty? What does that mean in veterinary medicine? Well, it means learning your craft. It means digging in. It means putting in the hard yards that go toward making mastery. I would tell my 10 year old daughter, it's going to take you five years after you get out of college to be anywhere near a half decent vet. You're going to suck for the first five years. You're going to make mistakes. You know, you're going to have days where you think, why did I even choose to do this? But that's the same in every single job. Like you tell me a job where you can come straight out of college and be awesome. Like, and I will show you a pink elephant flying right above my head, like about to crap $20 notes on top of me, right? It's just not gonna happen, right? It's not the way it works. So you have to be prepared to put in the graft, okay? And if you can put in the graft, then you'll master your skills, then you'll get certainty and it will meet one of your big human needs. I would say, listen, veterinary medicine is gonna provide you with a stable salary um, and, and if you learn to manage your time right, which hopefully I will teach you as a parent, 
then it can also provide you with variety. Like you can get out of work on time. There is no reason you should be staying two hours late every day. There's no reason you should be taking your notes home. There's no reason that you should not be able to take vacation and actually give the downtime you need to be a normal functional human being that's not going completely crazy gaga, okay? That's on you, it's not on the profession, right? This is what I would tell my 10 year old or my six year old daughter, okay? I would say, if you want a, a, a job where you can foster love and connection, then you've got a brilliant opportunity. You've got an opportunity to do it with your patients, of course, those animals, but also with your team and with your clients. So I would teach her the skills needed to foster and form great relationships with other people. That's emotional intelligence, right? Um, that's charisma. Um, that's how to build trust. Um, so I would start teaching her those skills. Um, I would teach her about all the growth opportunities that veterinary medicine can offer, offer her and everyone else. I would teach her, um, I would teach her about um, having purpose and why it's so important that, that you always have some form of purpose to work towards. And what greater purpose is there than saving the lives of people and, and things that cannot look after themselves? After all, that's what we do. We help save lives and keep animals healthy, not for no reason, but because animals are a modern day crutch for living that more and more people struggle in modern day living. These devices, this device I'm talking to you on right now, it's meant to bring us closer together, but in many ways, it drives us further apart because we're stood in roomfuls of other human beings and we're all on our phones, not connecting with other human beings. We're connecting with digital devices. So pets play an enormously important part in providing other people with connection and love. And your job as a veterinarian, therefore, is hugely important to society, okay? So I would teach her that it is a high value thing. But I would also teach her that it's not just a cakewalk, but it's gonna be hard. And that if you, she wants to have success in her life, if she wants to pay down her student debt, she's going to have to have a plan and to work hard. And I'll help her and equip her with that plan. That's what I would tell my 10 year old daughter, Matt. That's what I will tell her. Now, if she also wants to be an astronaut or an astrophysicist or an engineer, or she wants to go make cakes, or she wants to set up her own business, or she wants to be a street cleaner, I tell her the same things because they're all principle-based things. Okay, I'm not like um, I'm not like veterinary medicineist, if that's a thing. Like I just think you can have a great career, whatever you choose to do, if you're willing to learn the principles that are the foundation for a successful life, and that's just learning what, what meets your human needs. So that's what I would tell her. I just so happen to think that veterinary medicine, in spite of what everyone else says, actually can meet those things well. You know, I believe it's a hard, like I believe it's a, I know it's a hard job. I've done it for 20 years. But I also believe it's the best damn job on the planet. So that is your answer. That's freewheeling. Be well, be safe, be happy. Thank you for listening to that episode of Freewheeling. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave me a rating or review on iTunes. That'd be much appreciated. Now, if you want to have your question answered, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Dr. Dave Nicol. That's D-R-D-A-V-E-N-I-C-O-L. I'll see you in the next episode.